If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Well, in ancient Egypt, people wore heavy, donut sized bracelets, giant earrings, necklaces, and their neck collars were totally bedazzled with beads and stones. Now, did they fall over from being so top-heavy? It doesn't say. They also invented wigs. Probably some ancient Egyptians didn't feel like styling their hair every single morning. Hey, I can relate. Just shave your head, pop on a wig, get to work on time. Some of the wigs had jewels in them, too. Most Egyptian clothes were made of linen. No big surprise, it's hot over there. Even though they would normally wear kind of plain clothes, their jewelry had to pop. Wealthy or not, a large necklace was a must. If you wanted to turn heads, it had to be gold. But cheaper metals were popular too. Look closer at those Egyptian paintings. See those weirdly shaped cones popping out of people's heads? This head cone was made of a mix of wax and oils, and it was for… wait, am I reading this right? It was supposed to melt thanks to your body heat and spread sweet-smelling oils everywhere. How lubricating! Cleopatra had her trademark eye makeup look, and Egyptians were probably the first to invent mascara. They'd mix honey, soot, water, and uh, crocodile dung. (laughs) They'd apply this crazy mix right onto their lashes and eyebrows. It probably didn't smell all that great, but at least it was safer than those toxic lead eyeliners people used to use. All natural. Now, ancient Greeks took some style tips from their Egyptian neighbors But they'd even wear clothes made from wool. Hmm, hot and sticky. Their clothes didn't come in a lot of color options. They were mostly white. But if someone really wanted to rock a colorful outfit, they needed to dye it themselves with insects. It's not a back-in-the-day thing. Every time you grab a couple of sugar-coated candies, remember this. Some of that coloring may have come from beetles. Your lipstick, too. If you happen to be a wealthy ancient Greek, you'd be able to buy cotton. You, yes you, wearing a cotton t-shirt, watching this video. Do you feel as cool as a noble ancient Greek? And you probably take that rack of shoes you never wear for granted. But for an ancient Greek, shoes were a privilege. They mostly walked around barefoot. Just like in Egypt, Greeks were all about wigs. They were made mostly of natural hair. Way later, in the Middle Ages, people would powder their wigs, trying to give them a lavender or orange scent. And in those times, let's just say soap wasn't really a thing. So a powdered wig came in handy when people needed to cover up any unwanted smells. Clothes in ancient Rome were pretty similar to those worn in Greece. There were two main clothing types, togas and tunics. Tunics were worn by everyone, while only noble citizens of Rome could wear togas on top of their tunics. Togas were extremely wide and up to 18 feet long, so it was impossible to put them on without someone's help. Hey, didn't they have totally terrific togas and tunics? I think so. If you weren't really the kind of woman who loved doing the dishes, you would have loved wearing a dress with blow. Many centuries ago, women would wear clothes with absurdly long sleeves to show how noble they were. Imagine washing the floor with 5 inches of extra sleeve. 
Even though these sleeves restricted your movements a lot, they were still super trendy in medieval France. Hundreds of years ago, a lot of European men wore shoes that were… <laughs> ridiculous. These shoes had a unique feature – extremely long pointed tips. The nobler the person, the longer the tips. But once they got a bit too long, they started to sag. So people would stuff them with random things like moss and even horsehair. They looked like huge beaks. Back then, ladies had their trends too. For example, they would shave their eyebrows off. The forehead was the trending facial feature back then, and they wanted to stand out. England had some fashion trends that, uh, yeah. Today, people shell out thousands of dollars to make their smiles perfect, white, and shiny. But back in Tudor England times, women would blacken their teeth on purpose to seem wealthy. Sugar was hard to come by, and only the wealthiest could afford it. It was widely believed that the wealthier you were, the more sugar you ate, and the blacker your teeth would get. Now, if you're already rocking some fake black teeth and you want to go full-out Tudor, try rocking this look. Back in the 16th century, men and women would stuff their sleeves with cotton, wool, sawdust… Huh? It was basically an old-timey fake muscle shirt. Like the one you bought to go out under that Superman outfit you made last year, but never wore to go out trick-or-treating. The more sleeve stuffing you had, the stronger you looked. Some men would stuff their calf area, even their bellies, just to look more muscular. Now add a ruffle around your neck supported by a metal corset to keep it all looking tight, and voila! You're a true tutor. Now, if you were from Venice in the 16th century, you had to get yourself a chapine. These uncomfortable-looking shoes were created for walking through mud, but the real reason they got popular was 500-year-old Venetian Instagram. The shoes made you look taller, and the taller you were, the more important you were. Fashionistas of the day would have portraits of themselves painted wearing those shoes. Hey, gotta make your friends jealous! Now, macaroni isn't just cheese's best friend. It was also a way to dress that meant you had some serious class. If you want to try macaroni style, make sure you live in the middle 18th century, have an enormous exaggerated Empire State Building-sized wig with a teeny tiny hat and a feather on top, wear bright stockings, preferably striped, wear pants, the tighter the better. Ideally, they should be just like leggings, but remember, there was no lycra back then. Round it all off with a walking cane? Oops, almost forgot. Get ready to be mocked for the next few decades, or even centuries. Hey, if you're humming Yankee Doodle to yourself right about now, you get it. In the 19th century, things did not get even a little bit less crazy. Excessively large ruffle dresses were hot, and by hot I mean they used to catch on fire all the time. Tests revealed that that type of dress could burn to ash in under a minute. Ruthless. Socks were made with aniline, which, just like it sounds, can be pretty bad for you. They use mercury, too. Hats were made of fur, and hat makers would use mercury to stick the fur together to make felt. People who wore them inhaled toxic gases. Another toxic ingredient, because two just wasn't enough, was arsenic. In Victorian England, green clothing was achieved by long chemical treatments with large amounts of toxic dye. Green dresses were extremely pricey, so at least not everyone was getting exposed to it. 
To complete the look, stylists recommend dyeing your hair chestnut brown, the hottest color of the era. Sulfuric acid worked best and could turn even the blackest hair lighter. So, to recap, they used to put toxins and poisons all over themselves. On purpose. Victorian women wore dresses that made it almost impossible to sit or walk. They wore crazy heavy crinolines, basically a cage you wear to make your dress look bigger, and metal corsets with horsehair stuffing. Victorian men didn't have it much better. They would pin starched, unbendable collars to their shirts, and things could get pretty serious if you accidentally fell asleep wearing them. It's the 19th century in the USA, and they're using arsenic in their cosmetics. Manufacturers would add it to wafers, promising that their product would help get rid of any facial imperfections. The amount of arsenic they added did help clear the skin and make it paler, but veggies and fruit would have done the same job without being so dreadful for you. Radioactive cream didn't sound wild at all at the beginning of the 20th century. This radium-rich product was supposed to wipe away all your wrinkles and make anyone who used it look at least 20 years younger. Um, is this where the term she has that healthy glow comes from? Maybe the worst early 20th century fashion trend was the hobble skirt. It was designed to keep your legs almost tied together. They thought it would make your legs thinner. They were also a great way to cut costs by using less fabric. Wow, the things we've done for fashion. <laughs>